0: 500 years in the future, the Earth has been destroyed. Yet, civilization thrives in a Martian utopia of nerds. But that is the future. Yeah, utopia is going to have to wait. This is Nerding
1: Out with Ravy. And we want to welcome everybody. It's an all new Nerding Out podcast. Oh yeah. Hey. Oh, look at that. It's the return of Cameron. Hey.
2: Hello, who, everybody.
1: Who left us for
0: the leftovers it's episode. Like, I know. I missed you guys. It's almost like you never abandoned us.
1: And fact. two... Two Mandalorian podcasts. I did not mean to do it. Uh, oh my god! Not only did he miss two Mandalorian podcasts, he missed. I missed the Mandalorian podcast. Yeah. Chapter thirteen. Although, I know,
0: although I will argue that I feel like even I kind of felt like I missed it a little bit with Ravi because Ravi had already seen it like four times before we got that there. That is true. Wait, what? I did. You
1: pre-watched? I pre-watched twice. Ravy. <laughs> it was. It was the third time watching it. True. <laughs>
0: Because I, I had heard rumors of what the episode was about. And yeah. I'm on, honestly, I was I didn't look at anything else. So I was telling myself, I'm like, oh, it's going to be really cool to see Ray's reaction. Oh, wow. yeah. And then was like, eh.
1: That's not true. I was still <laughs> just as excited. I, I know, did I you don't.
2: spoil it right before they started watching? Of
1: course not. <laughs> I am not that person. But w- welcome back, Cameron. Thank you. I'm Yay. sorry I
2: was gone.
1: Randy's here. He's been killing it. Hi. He shows up of rain, sleet, yeah. snow, <laughs> sunshine. Saturday. I just live there. <laughs> Randy's really. here
0: for us. <laughs> oh, by the way, actually, um, last episode of The Mandalorian was really interesting because I remember for a while you had been talking about how the show took away like inspiration from samurai movies, right? Right. And uh, different incorporate different things, and mm-hmm. I finally saw like a side by side comparison as far as like camera angles go and lighting and all that stuff, and you were spot on. Yeah. It's so crazy. It was
1: so great how it was just back and forth between samurai and gunslingers. Yeah. So samurai, western, samurai, western, blended seamlessly. That's why I always have a boner for The Mandalorian. R- always. You can find us on social media, Nerding Out LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerding Out on Instagram. It's a potpourri episode today. There's a couple things I want to discuss. And at the end of this episode, somebody's winning our leftover switch light <gasps> from our leftovers episode. I do want to start with Randy though. Hey. Cameron, look at Randy.
2: Randy. Yeah. He's he got looks exhausted. Bags under his eyes. He looks like he's been through it. He's
1: barely functioning at I, this point because everybody has put their next gen console hopes and dreams on Randy.
0: Someone told me they're like, You you did this to yourself and I was like, Oh, I'm a nice person. Sorry, God forbid. Right. You know? Uh uh-huh. but it's I'm not gonna say it's exhausting because really all I'm doing is just looking at a computer. Sure. The issue is there's so much bullshit out in the internet right now where yeah. they're like, I heard from my sister whose boyfriend <laughs> works as a delivery man for Walmart that he heard from his friend yeah. that tonight at 8 p.m. it's gonna restock. Right. <laughs> and so then I say it until 8 p.m. look <laughs> at the stupid computer and I'm like, okay, well it's gone. You Do you know?
1: feel pressure?
0: Um, it's not that I feel it's it's uh, not not that I feel pressure. It's not like. You know, Woody's son's entire Christmas lies in the balance right. of meat nuts. Mm-hmm. I know he hasn't told him or anything, but it's just, uh, I, 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 I'm I one of those people though where it's like, I have my eyes set on it and I'm going to get it done. Right. It's just about finding the right place at the right time. I don't know. I think
2: he's under pressure. <laughs> I don't think he is admitting it, but yeah, I feel like he's under pressure.
0: Well, the thing is, the problem I, I'm so upset about is how massively Bad retailers have just dropped the ball this uh, year. I don't remember it ever being like this. Never. It's never been like this. Part of it
2: definitely has to be that, you know, there's a pandemic going on and all that. Mm -hmm. But uh, my God, when the Xbox One came out, I went on a Black Friday, and this was just a couple weeks after it was released, stacks and stacks of them in the store. It's so stupid. Like normally when you go to a place on Black Friday, you'll see empty pallets with the sign that said what it was and how much it was. Right. And the only thing that was left was the Xboxes. Like there was so many of them to go around. Mm -hmm. And this time around, people were fighting to get them. And it makes no sense because if you're, we've talked about this before, if you're Sony or Microsoft, how do you not
0: anticipate that people
2: are going to want to buy it you're right. losing yourself money well like,
0: from what I took away was people like Sony and Microsoft they they already they got their money you know yeah. regardless of what people will tell you about oh PlayStation is selling more than Xbox no right. it's not these Xboxes are still moving units because the people buying them trying to resell them just because they can't re- they can't sell them at high enough uh, an amount as they would with the PlayStation doesn't mean it's not selling right those idiots still bought it to resell it sure, so they're still sure. making their money Microsoft and Sony still made their money the yeah. CEO of uh, Sony came out and said that they're sold out as in all their units are already equally distributed around the world to retailers. Uh-huh. It's now on the retailers' hands. And the problem I'm having, though, is that in the year 2020, these retailers can't figure this shit out. And it's yeah. like, you knew this was coming. And the reason why it's so like frustrating as well is not only did they drop the ball, they're all. it seems like some of these companies are actually kind of preying on people. because oh, yeah. Because in order for you to get a PlayStation, you can't just pay $500. No, no, no. They're making you drop a grand. For a bundle that you're not asking for. Right. But it's because they're trying to move these the product. They're trying to move it off and they know the only way they're going to make sales is through online uh. But online that's market. but
2: that's kind of my point is there's all there's multiple things to worry about here, I think. One of them is making your money, sure. And you like you said, they're doing that. But the other one is you don't want to piss people off because like people are very passionate about what console you know, they sure. support and you know, what company they support. And something like this has the potential of people going, you know what? F it, I'm gonna go with something else
1: well i mean yeah. and that's the rock and the hard place for a consumer because yeah. a consumer would love to be like oh f off yeah i've um, had enough i'm angry yes they're angry yeah but they still want it what's, and they're still gonna buy it when they finally can it's i would just encourage
0: people to be patient what's frustrating yeah. for me though is that like i would have already had all the playstations that i prom well not promised but that have been asked of me to acquire i would have had them all Yep. but i was i was screwed over three times by three different retailers right
1: who let you put it in their, your card, start to pay for it. Well,
0: no. Each one of these, I got order confirmation emails. Oh, wow. And an That's aid. even worse. Yeah, and about. then they so walked basically. it back. So the first time was uh, just to avoid any headaches. I just won't name them. The first one was with a very big chain uh, here in America. Um, Walmart. I, yeah, Walmart. I ordered <laughs> I ordered and I paid through PayPal. Okay. And then accor- uh, according to like Reddit and a bunch of people who paid through PayPal, the ongoing issue was Walmart didn't process the claims or process the orders through paypal so like if you called paypal paypal would tell you it's a walmart thing if you called walmart yeah. they would tell you it's a paypal oh, thing wow. so it's back and forth so even though i placed my order in september 16th the only thing they could tell me was hey um have you tried maybe canceling your order and then trying to get it when it restocks oh that's my literally God. that's literally the response i would get and what's even more effing frustrating is i canceled the order because they told me to cancel the order there's like there's nothing we can do you got to cancel i canceled the order No less than like a week and a half later, Walmart starts emailing people that they canceled the orders for saying, hey, we apologize for canceling your order. Here's an email on this date, yada, 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 be here. Uh We're going to let you bypass everything and get your console. I hit up Walmart support. I'm like, hey, I canceled my order, but I placed it back in September. I was advised to cancel it. Otherwise, it was just going to sit in limbo and I wasn't going to get like my refund back or whatever. And they're like, oh, well, we don't know if we can can guarantee you an email, but we will put your... (laughs) Put your oh case in top priority. See, this is like, I don't understand. Here?
2: Like, the, the, how is it this complicated?
0: And then after that, Coles. <laughs> so Coles. Well, yeah. that was your first mistake. How does Coles get involved Those, in next gen consoles? I do not even know Coles was still boneheads. open. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, at this point, I'm like, God, is Kmart going to drop some consoles I know, or something? Yeah, right? Jesus Christ. Sears. Yeah. God. <laughs> You know, and so, and so like I, I hop onto the Kohl's website and it was for a bundle. I was like, you know what? Ugh, screw it. I'll just, I'll bite the bullet. I'll get the game, the extra controller. I'll resell it on whatever for, uh, I'll okay. lose like 40 bucks. So I'll lose a little bit of it. But as long as I can get majority of it back, mm-hmm. I'll get reimbursed once I give the console to whoever it's going to. I get the order confirmation. Super cool too. Cause they're like, Hey, congratulations. We're going to give you 180 bucks in Kohl's cash. All right, great. Christmas, Christmas money for other presents, whatever. Yep. Next day hey we regret to inform you we canceled your order I'm like what uh, the f-? do you still get the Kohl's cash I still got the Kohl's cash oh that well, which is which is also kind of like what the hell were you thinking Can you dude? get yourself a nice yeah. sweater or something you idiots gave thousands upon thousands upon th- no, probably hundreds of thousands sure. of dollars with the Kohl's cash to people but it's worth it to them
1: because that gets that'll get people in Kohl's right. that used to They'll be the big more. thing my mother would be like oh
0: Got to go over the My mom was I got like $40 in
1: Kohl's cash. Yeah. She was obsessed so with that. So she has $40 in Kohl's cash. But she, but she spends 80 200 bucks. Yeah. you know?
0: And then finally, the last uh, oh gosh. piece of this... Uh, Here we go. <gasps> fuck me sandwich. Whoa. Oh, jeez. Was... The hell of a sandwich. From the <laughs> co- computer company, Dell, which again, another prime example of what the... Dell? Sony Dell PlayStations. Oh, okay. So I hop on Dell. I had a. It was actually pretty seamless. I'm like, oh my god, I think I finally got it. I got an order confirmation, and then you know, I'm in these. I'm in these groups. It's like a union. I have to pay a fee every month to, just, okay. to get like the jump on these things. But I'm uh-huh. not scalping. I'm just like you know, trying right. to the jump on these things. And so I, uh, I start seeing everyone in the chat talking about, oh, I got canceled, 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 Ugh. canceled. And at this point, it's like one a.m. And so I've already had like 50 people say they got canceled. I'm feeling real good. I'm like, son of a bitch, I finally got it. Thank uh. God. Next morning, I hop on. Look at my order status canceled i didn't get a freaking email oh man and i'm like oh my effing god <laughs> dude and it's like it is it's so it's so baffling to me this, just the utter incompetence of these companies and also yeah. how many effing companies got these consoles gamestop right. right uh the company that owns uh i guess like ralph's kroger's and yeah. stuff they're costco's yeah, sans clubs. clubs okay kohl's venture i, I was <laughs> i was hitting up a cousin that lived in in Michigan, because I'm like, hey, <laughs> apparently apparently, you have a, a, a chain of stores nearby called Meyer or something. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they were giving out. They were selling those things. I was trying to... But they would only sell to people within the within the region. Oh, so of I'm course. like, hey, go pick it up for me. Just mail it back to me. And then I hit up my aunt in Canada. I'm like, hey, Walmart Canada is going to drop. Can I just send this shit to your house and you just mail it to me? That's going to be expensive though, right? Yeah. Right? But, uh, shipping? but I mean, it's just overall, it's just been really frustrating. And so like, I'm sitting there monitoring and monitoring and monitoring, and then something will drop. Or when I'm not looking and paying attention, something will drop. I'll take a nap. I'll wake up. Some bitch. Are you keeping any of these? Um, I have kept one. So initially, right? so initially the way it started was I was going to. I had the I had the alerts. I got a disc version and a digital version. I was gonna give a digital the version. Of the PlayStation Five. Remember, if mm-hmm. we, we talked yeah. about how yeah. I was gonna give it to my uh I my just girlfriend's didn't know if brother. Changed your mind? No, no, I gave it to my girlfriend's uh brother, and then she's like, oh. Um. Uh, this is bonehead part on my on my end because she has two brothers. They're like, oh, we want to see if we can get one for my other brother. I'm like, okay. So then the hunt really began. <laughs> oh, uh, And I was expecting they can't share. <laughs> I was expecting. Well, they, he lives out of the house. So oh, okay. okay. And so it's a gift from her parents to to their son. And so I was expecting one to arrive on day of launch from Walmart. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, the whole issue with Walmart. So right. that's when the real madness began because then I start following these pages, monitoring these pages, hopping on live streams, listening, seeing like the jump or uh, rumors and just kind of going from there. And I was able to secure a few. I've had a few yep. success, but it's just, it's just, it's, it's random. It's sporadic. And I'm lucky in the sense that I'm part of these groups. Obviously I have to pay to be a part of these groups. Right. But if you're just a regular average person, yeah. like Joe Schmo, like, like I, you're at work. Like yep. a normal human being, yeah. And then suddenly there's a drop. How are you gonna? How you, are you got gonna know no about chance. that?
1: You have no chance. Target, yeah, target, uh,
0: target when they initially dropped their shit was up for 20 minutes, yeah, and no alerts, nothing, and scalpers just cleaned house. Yeah, no one had any idea. There was no way to prepare. Since, now my thing is, and this is the shit I do not understand. It's like if you're a retailer, have you not heard of like like a, like a ticket? You know when you go to a meat counter. You, Sorry, pull a, you pull a, pull a ticket. A ticket. Yeah. I'm number twenty. I'm number twenty. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you can't just pull a ticket and then you get a designated time and they shoot you a link and then sends you to somewhere and you just buy it. Yeah. Instead, it's this whole big like, all right, guys, on your ready, on your work, go. And then everyone just rushes to the website. And it's yeah. just it's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. That being said, mm-hmm. uh it's been it's been a bit it's been a bit <laughs> of a journey. But uh, <laughs> got two Xboxes. Um, two PlayStations on the way and potentially one last one.
1: We'll see it uh, when we believe finish it. finish
0: a trifecta. Many Atari's in there. <laughs> or like that. Dude, I haven't even played my PlayStation. Oh I mean, my God. I think Why I, not? Most, I think the most I did was sign into one of mine.
1: What time does he have? Randy is two inches shorter. He needs to
2: stop worrying well, about other people and well, do something I got, for yourself. I
0: got, well, that, so here's the thing. It's this whole Tell week, me what this the thing This whole week is. has been really crazy. It's becoming. Uh, it's going from nerd out to Randy rambling. But... <laughs> I have a dual monitor <laughs> set up in my room. I have finals week this week, nice. so I'm on one end. I'm doing finals, and on the other oh end, I'm God. like, all right, see, so target 9 p.m. Eastern. What classes time. do you have finals for? I, well, I already finished two of them, so I have uh, I have to do uh, my bio. Nah, my bio you don't file. need that. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Look, I
1: you're almost through the tunnel, Randy. You're almost no. there.
0: You and then, there? and then on top oh, of this go. whole shit sandwich. <laughs> oh, Jason. I have a mattress <laughs> that I bought. Really yeah. excited too. one of those like come in a box yeah okay did you give it, it to somebody did you promise it to somebody no this <laughs> shit hurts my back so now i had to get a new mattress and so uh-huh. i'm waiting for the new mattress and the whole time i'm just sleeping on this piece of crap That's junk so randy and so i can't even be comfortable when i'm laying down i'm just like oh the worst part about the mattress too the worst part about the mattress tell is, us is because it's so squishy and foam yeah so if chip is is sleeping right sure and i move the mattress will give so if he's just minding he just his business, out. Yeah, he falls off the bed. Nice, poor guy's just minding We're his shit. business. Anyways. Don't put any PlayStations on the mattress. Anyways, as you can tell, I'll <laughs> screw you over. As you can tell by my just nonsense rambling, I've had plenty of sleep.
2: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> but it sounds like you're not stressed about it. Oh so no, that's, no. So that's great. <laughs> <sighs> no, not at all.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. What are, talking, what are we talking about? Well, we wanted to update Randy's condition here
2: at the yeah. start of nerd. A wellness check. There's my condition.
1: Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, so my Thanksgiving trip, I didn't take it. Because, you know, I, my aunt had cancer and I was going to see her. And so it was just, it was not worth it. So I canceled, did a big cleaning out the garage project, which was cool. But I also watched Ratchet on Netflix.
2: Yeah. That's uh, Sarah Paulson, right?
1: Right. And it's one of Ryan Murphy's projects. You know, she's his muse. Uh And um, to me, so I watched the whole thing in Mm -hmm. a couple of days. It's Feels kind of like it's a spin off of American Horror Story. That's what it looks like. Just I've, from the I've watched all the stuff. American Horror Stories. There's only one season of American Horror Story that I didn't make it through because I was really? just not that interested. Uh-huh. It was.
2: Circus or whatever it was.
1: No, that was Freak Show. Oh. Uh, the one that was in Virginia.
0: Oh, uh, that's... I, uh, I forget what it was yeah. called
1: now because I didn't make it all the way through. I think
0: it's Roanoke.
1: Roanoke. Oh, it Perfect. is Roanoke. Okay. You nailed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why is it also that like every time I hear something involving Sarah Paulson or Ryan Murphy, all they do is just tie it back to American Horror Story? Well... Every single time. They're I mean, like... that's when
1: they started working together. She's right. been in almost all the seasons. I think all of them, but one. Wow. So Ratchet, um, the story... Much like American Horror Stories, pretty ridiculous. Okay. Um, But, you know, you kind of find yourself lost in how highly stylized it is. Mm-hmm. The costumes, the sets, the lighting, the look, fantastic. Sarah Paulson is always fantastic. She's going to elevate whatever the material is. Like, she's pro- probably one of the best working actresses today, I think. And so I watched it and I enjoyed it. Okay. To a degree. I mean, like I said, I enjoyed looking at it. And, you know, some of Ryan Murphy's ridiculous stuff is pretty funny to watch. So, but it got me interested in One Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which, Ratchet, Nurse Ratchet from Cuckoo's Nest. That's where you got to know that character. And if you look at any uh, greatest movie villains list... Nurse Ratchet is in the top five, inevitably. Darth Vader and Nurse Ratchet are always in the top five. Yeah. Without fail. So I watched One Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest came out in nineteen seventy five. Oh. That was a fantastic viewing experience. I have I've seen it before, but I hadn't seen it in a really long time. Have you ever seen it, Randy? I have not. It's you know, it just really got me thinking of like movies from the seventies in that. There's almost a guerrilla feel to them. Like,
2: oh, absolutely. You know,
1: there's probably two camera guys, one boom guy. They're making the best use of what they have. Mm -hmm. And so because they didn't have like the effects and stuff that we're used to today, it was way more about the story.
2: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So
1: like the stories are solid. And I'm watching Jack Nicholson in this. I'm like, oh, my God, this is an acting clinic from Jack Nicholson, uh, from Louise Fletcher. I feel like the acting was better. Yeah. Like the acting had to be better mm-hmm. because you couldn't rely well, yeah, on I mean, that, smoke and mirrors.
2: That was pretty much the only thing that you were focused on like as a director. If you think about it, like nowadays, think about something like, I mean, even uh something that is not as extreme as a Star Wars or a mm-hmm. Avengers, you're thinking about almost the performance last is what it seems like because there's so many other elements at play. Whereas before... Right. You have a set and practical effects and actors.
1: And I think about some of like the greatest actors in in the '70s: Nicholson, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. These are not classically handsome dudes. They're really not. You know, no. so no.
2: Richard Dreyfus.
1: H- how? They would not be stars today if if Jack Nicholson uh-huh. was coming out today, he would be a theater actor. Yeah, like what? that's the work he could get, and he would be a highly respected theater actor. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be in movies.
0: What happened? Because I feel like in the fifties and like early sixties, actors are still pretty good looking. Right. Like, I mean, it's it's such a it's a I think it's a big conversation
2: because I always say the same thing about game show hosts like game show hosts aren't a thing anymore right now yeah. actors and other celebrities are hired to host game shows because they bring quote their own audience whereas before there weren't very many entertainment options so you'd hire a broadcaster who was you know more classically trained yeah mm-hmm. either a news oh, yeah, person right. yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. and a weather guy pat sajak was a weather guy right
0: and then he started hosting wheel of fortune mm-hmm you can tell, and, too, when you watch these shows, because some of the ones that flop, it's like, well, what do you expect? This person isn't trained in this. He's just right. sort of like, and, and, it's an influencer they convinced to, or a yeah. YouTuber exactly. they convinced to, exactly. to do this. And it's just sort of like, you can tell they, they're they there, but they don't really want to be there.
2: I forget what movie it is that is being shot right now, uh, It's but it's a remake of something. And there's a TikTok of, of this girl oh, who's yeah. big on TikTok, who's like the main, and I'm not saying that she, I know sure, nothing sure. about her. Maybe she's a great actress. But- the focus is kind of she sh- sh- like changed
0: on us. The movie you're talking about, that's the movie that they shut down Union Station for to film. Oh, Los Angeles, like, She's like, She's shut, All That? The yeah, remake they of shut She's down All That? COVID is it? They're testing to film it.
1: Okay. I think, Randy, to answer your question, is kind of segueing out of the 60s, the 50s and 60s, you were getting out of the studio system. The okay. studio yeah. system was definitely about very pretty people, putting them in as much as Projects as you can mm-hmm. because they were under contract to do that. But then, kind of, when you sling around to the 70s, you had all these young maverick filmmakers right. Scorsese and Milos Forman mm-hmm. and um, Francis Ford Coppola who had these ambitious projects and they were ambitious people and they made these crazy just out of the studio system films like the godfather think about star wars you watch that documentary and you see how everybody thought it was a fail george lucas is pushing through it people were like i didn't even
2: know what we were doing
1: creating their own technology think about like even something like alien which came out at the tail end of the 70s alien one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever made and one of the reasons it's so great is because they didn't have the effects. It was all suspense. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, the, the aliens like little blips on there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, where is it? Oh, my mm-hmm. God, it's really close. And That's what they had to work with. And I just think the story for Alien is so strong. Mm-hmm. And then you think about something like Prometheus, which still has a pretty decent story, but is just surrounded by nothing but
2: effects done on a computer. And it's weird, too, because I think it comes from two different Areas. I think filmmakers themselves these days know that they have all these tools. Mm-hmm. And so they're, you know, in one way really excited to use them. Yeah. Uh, and I think the audience has a certain expectation sometimes to be blown away visually. Sure. And so it's kind of a double edged sword. Yeah. So I get how it's difficult. But I don't know. There is a massive difference. Like I went and saw a Goldfinger, okay. 007 Goldfinger, <laughs> which. Slide by all <laughs> means, yeah, is one of the most misogynist sure. uh-huh. things I've ever seen. Yep, but it's just undeniable that there's a difference in movies in the 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. I would go all the way to the 90s with that, yeah. And you know, it was just kind of before things modernized, there's just a big difference. That's why I, like, I love 90s and early 2000s sci fi, mm-hmm. and I mean 80s sci fi too, but yeah, like what was the movie I just watched with Christian Bale, Equilibrium? Yeah. Wasn't I don't it? think it was
1: quite called that,
2: but... I forget I what it was I, I it Was it was
1: Christian. You Benio. watched it. <laughs> I know.
2: Yes, it was Equilibrium. Oh, nailed it. Good job. Uh, 2002. Okay. There's a little bit of technology. Right. But uh-huh. still, it's like about the setup, about the story, mm-hmm. about the characters. Now, a lot of people didn't like it. I
0: loved it, but... <laughs>
1: Uh, I think, I don't know. I was just watching Cuckoo's Nest and I was just like, holy shit, this is great. I, uh, I freaking love this.
0: I've discovered I'm, I'm a really big fan of like early 2000s sort of action movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. out of the 90s, the 90s was a bit over the top corny. Like the 80s was more trying to come off as funny. The 80s
1: is like its own special Yeah, <laughs> the 80s was like supposed
0: to be funny. The 90s was like, we're super serious. And yeah. There's lots yeah. of explosions. And then the early 2000s, I felt had a pretty good balance. And now I feel like we're kind of just falling into this territory of just sort of like ridiculous sort of behavior. Right. But I was watching uh, actually a clip from Van Helsing because they announced they're remaking yeah. the movie okay. and I forgot how much I loved it. Like how yeah. like how great it was. I mean there was special effects and you can definitely see some of it's dated with like the sure. vampires and whatnot. But the rest of it it's jack-man. they're sets. Like they're actual sets. It's not green screen or something and I mean, I understand why they do it because they are limited to some capacity, mm-hmm. but definitely like when I watch movies that are made by companies like A24, for instance, where yeah. mm-hmm. you can definitely tell they kind of just had free reign to do what they want. Right. Bit. Like you really appreciate it. You really enjoy it. I forgot what director was at... Signed- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In
1: line at the deli, I guess? Ah, in my dentist's office.
0: that big massive deal with Netflix a lot of them but he was talking about <laughs> <that>, he would <laughs> take your pick but he, he was talking about the reason why he decided to do it with Netflix is because Netflix is actually letting you like be creative and do what yeah. you want whereas these studios they're so paranoid of losing money yeah it's like you have to follow a certain set of guidelines like this is what it has to be whereas Netflix is like all right whatever mm-hmm. go for it people are still paying so yeah and I you know? think,
1: you know, that's one of the things that's attracted us so much to The Mandalorian yeah. is that it's kind of, The Mandalorian's kind of a perfect hybrid now with these LED wall technologies that they have. Yeah, You can have people walking around in the set and interacting yeah. with the set. And it's right. not just something we're going to paint on later. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I think.
2: Puts I, you more in the mode.
1: Yeah. Mm. And the story is solid. It is. I recommend Cuckoo's Nest for you, Randy.
0: I don't, I, I'll check it out. I, I recommend really, it. I really loved uh, um uh, God, The Shining. Yeah, That's oh yeah, probably argue my one of my favorite movies ever. What?
2: Uh, Where what did you watch it on? Did you have a physical copy of it that you it's popped on in or
1: Netflix? Oh, really? Right.
2: That so the cool thing about streaming or Blu-ray is that you have these older films that have been rescaned. Yeah, mm, over okay. time it did look good, and they just look beautiful because oh. they were shot on film and. The technology for scanning that film has gotten better and better and better. And so that's kind of a cool part because there's a bit of a dark age in like the mid to late 2000s where, well, kind of early 2000s, all of 2000, let's put it that way. Okay. Where people started embracing digital more and stuff looks really bad. Yeah. Because the technology wasn't quite there yet and it looks just terrible.
1: You also can't beat something that's shot on film.
2: You can't. Mm -hmm. There are people people out there that exist. Maybe some of you think that, you know, that's a film snobby thing to say, but it's true. I agree. It looks so much better. It really does.
0: Think about how real the dinosaurs look in Jurassic Park. Just kidding. Getting. 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 That's randy for you. (laughs)
1: So there was this huge survey done by National Research Group about what are the most popular entertainment franchises, which ones have staying power, and which continue to evolve and revamp the ideas to remain relevant and provoke their fans. Mm-hmm. So that that was kind of the guiding principles. Uh, they talked to 350,000 people.
2: Wow. That's a good uh, globally. pool.
1: so that is a big project. They did it over a year and a half. So based on the criteria, they have decided Mandalorian came in first.
2: That's crazy. Wow. Okay. So
1: I think Mandalorian was probably top of mind for a lot of people when they were doing this. But, I mean, it makes perfect sense because Mandalorian... When it's all said and done, it's going to be right in the middle and everything's going to spider off from that.
2: Oh, yeah. This started here.
1: This started here. It's amazing
2: to think about like how little I think about the sequel trilogy now. Oh, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. I think about it.
1: We think about it so less that we didn't even make that connection in the Mandalorian episode. I know,
2: but I'm so focused on like Rebels, Clone Wars, Mandalorian, more of the lore of Star Wars now. Than I ever have been.
1: Oh, for sure. I, l- I loved it. Uh, so, Mandalorian makes sense to me. It is like, it is ground zero for Disney Plus's Star Wars universe. Yeah. There's going to be so many spin offs. People are expecting an Ahsoka spin off, a Bo Katan spin off, probably some other spin offs of characters we haven't met yet.
2: Spoiler alert Spoiler. Grogu spin off. A Grogu spin off. I mean, if you're an actor, Grogu an actress- goes to
0: preschool. <laughs> And your approach with that sort of opportunity, you got to take it, though. Oh, you jump. You, you know?
2: absolutely do. But like I've always said, I would shit my pants. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I I don't want to be the one who's, like, I don't want to have the experience that Alden Aaron Reich is having. Right. Right. Daisy Ridley, the Kelly Daisy- Marie Tran. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. but I kind of feel like now, looking at sort of the the, tr- the trilogy and versus The Mandalorian, I feel like, to an extent, it's not even really their fault, I feel anymore. Because Rosario Dawson... Mm-hmm. It is only getting nothing but praise for a certain Yeah, Ahsoka which uh,
1: is shocking. I mean, I'm sure there's like some yeah. people out there shitting on it, but
0: but the thing is, though, it's like it's not even her acting that made it amazing. Right? It's how they portrayed her. Like yeah. it, it wasn't. It wasn't sort of like a subtle thing. We we immediately get thrown into her doing. Yeah. Really cool. Dave awesome Filoni things.
1: set her up yeah. for massive success in Dave, that
0: role. Dave Filoni, John Favreau, you have the keys. I want
1: a French yeah, to the kingdom. I want a French. The Avengers came in second. Which also yes. makes sense because the yeah. Avengers will continue moving forward and they've already been huge I up to this point.
2: the fact that we're going to get back into some more of that. <sighs> WandaVision coming out January 15th. Correct. And I'm ready. And
1: that's the start finally. We have paused. for finally We have starts. hit
2: the pause button on phase four for so long it seems. Right. Boing. I'm ripping out.
1: I'm so it. ripping out. Uh, I was kind of surprised by number three.
0: What is it? Okay. Uh,
1: Stranger Things.
0: No, I I get that. As a franchise? Yeah. It's massive. It's massive amongst uh, young people.
1: Yeah. That is true. And they talk to a lot of young people. Yeah. That's a good point. I guess I didn't really consider that. I, I don't know. I guess because I see the ending of Stranger Things, uh-huh. you know, in the... Right.
2: That's what I was going to say. You and know, have there been any talks of any kind of spinoffs or anything?
0: Not that I've heard yet. Well, what I'm encountering, like with, uh, say, someone like my sister who's 16 in high school like yeah. all of her friends, they're now getting Netflix accounts. They're now getting onto Netflix. And so they've known of Stranger Things, mm-hmm. but they've never really seen it. And so now they have the huh. ability to watch it. Okay. And it's sort of like it's all the rage. Think of like a show that you saw that you saw, you caught on to late because it wasn't uh Right. You weren't in that time frame when yeah. it was released. Like Oh yeah. Same sort of thing that's going on with them.
1: Interesting. John Wick came in fourth. Good. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. The Wickness. Good. There have been three Wicks.
2: I love the John Wick movie. And they're
1: about to start shooting four and five back Rap. to back. Why?
2: Yes. Why do you like John Wick? Why? Well,
1: <laughs> um, it I, doesn't because, seem like it's a m- franchise for me so, I freaking
2: love it. I John love White. it and I think it's because it is completely self aware mm-hmm. okay of how not ridiculous it is not self aware to the extent uh, that it like showboats and is you know joeing mm-hmm. in front of the audience nothing right. like that but just winking but just winking and Keanu Reeves it's uh, it's the same reason I love Keanu Reeves in The Matrix like he is the oddest choice if you think sure. about it on paper as an actor for any franchise, but it just works.
0: It really does. Mm-hmm. I love it. I agree. It's a, it does. It never takes itself too seriously. Yeah, th- which is always kind of the the issue when you have these sorts of things. And in my mind, it's kind of almost like, in a way, because remember I went to that James Bond kick. Yep. It's sort of like oh, yeah. what I want James Bond to be, which is just action. Like, a little bit, yeah. Like, yeah. Don't be okay. like, don't be too full of yourself with the whole, uh, you know, MI six whole this underground, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's crap just crap momentum. Stuff. Like just I love
2: going. the. Um, it's. It doesn't seem like my normal cup of tea, but the Taken movies
1: uh-huh. with oh, yeah. Liam
2: Neeson, yep. they're fun. They're a fun watch. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they could have been John Wick level. Oh, I see. Had, you know, the visuals been a little bit different had they not taken the stuff so seriously right you
0: know gotcha. i don't know john wick
2: rules and, though
0: and okay. also with john wick you can definitely tell that the cu- the choreography with the fighting like they spend a lot of time oh on
1: they that. take that seriously oh right. and i feel and
0: i feel like, I right. feel like sure. it pays dividends and it looks for really sure great yeah. oh for P- sure people should take note
1: black panther rounds out the top five that makes sense i mean they started this in 2019 and black panther will continue Mm-hmm. Post Chadwick Boseman, uh, six through ten, three things Marvel: Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man into the Spider Verse, and Black Widow.
0: Okay, which
1: I thought Black, Black Widow, Widow is a was franchise? interesting. I'm, I'm
0: more surprised that it's not just Spider-Man.
1: Uh, Spider-Man is later, but they huh, put really? into the Spider Verse. But okay. then uh, Cameron, your favorite, The Witcher, came in seven.
2: Oh, how? Because
1: it's because <laughs> this was a global thing, and The Witcher oh, that's is huge true. Okay. globally, and it already has a spinoff show. Mm-hmm. It's already have- been.
2: Greenlit. That is something I feel like I want to get into, but every time I've tried, I just can't. I don't. It's hard. It's to hardcore.
0: It. Speaking of Cameron, you know what I find fascinating? What um, me about Cameron? Well, besides Cameron, tell me. <laughs> uh, one, one of the shows that Cameron loves. Yeah. The fact that like in today in, in 2020, it still doesn't have like a definitive version of it. Uh, Star Trek. I'm surprised Star Trek hasn't made as a uh, big of a splash as I would I would think it would. Being that we're all into like space. And, it is. What do you mean action? Well, I feel like when she brings up uh, she brings up the list like Star Trek isn't on there. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. And yeah. I feel like and I feel like a show as big as Star Trek and as revered as people claim with the yeah you know, with the Trekkies, it just it baffles me how in 2020 there's not there yeah. hasn't been yeah, the Star Trek show. I think, that, I think show. it's
2: because there's a bigger uh barrier to entry there for a lot of people uh that's for some reason different between something like the Marvel universe and the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. largely because it's you're talking about humanity yeah you're basically taking real life but just advancing it hundreds Mm -hmm. of years but you're still talking about you know a lot of morality and politics and that kind of stuff and that's not necessarily for anybody or for everybody but the audience that that does engage with it engages with it heavily i would say Mm,
1: there is an eyebrow raiser at eight ozark
2: ozark okay Uh, as a franchise yeah (laughs) that makes sense
0: it does why Dude, it's the craziest thing. So my, my girlfriend's uh her extended family, yeah. all of them speak Spanish, not even a word of English for the most part. They're all obsessed with Ozark. Yeah? Huh. Like it's just because
2: So Ozark is bigger globally than I think it's I is. wonder if it's because of like
0: the cartel sort of Yeah. Uh, like something is kind of kind universal
2: of about uh cheering
0: for the people doing the wrong thing. Okay. Yeah. So and like I, the breaking bad effect. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I feel like and I feel like the fact that it's a show that's being created by a streaming service, promoted by a streaming service, it's easier and more accessible because it's it's just it's in front of you. Like the second you turn on the app, it's there. I'll yeah. be honest,
2: Ozark made me uh do a little bit more digging into money laundering. Oh just out of curiosity, because I haven't done breaking anything bad, yeah that, you thought, "Oh, I, I can do this." Totally. Like you're watching <laughs> totally it and you're like, Cameron. "Okay, I can kind of see how they get away with this, but why would they make that stupid mistake? I wouldn't do that." Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> to Cameron's porn, I also did the same thing, but then I decided to look up like all the crimes that I've yeah. I just don't I like I don't know what, like what's racketeering. Like, okay, it's like right. racketeering is. <laughs> and uh, then now I
2: like as I drive, I look at all these businesses. I'm like, there's no way there can be this many dry cleaners in town. Yeah. Okay. That one, that one there with the broken D and there's Sign that's money uh, guys, there's, Okay.
0: There's a piano store not too far. Yeah, from here right. Off the, oh. side of the freeway next to the. That's a front, freeway. Randy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like that thing <laughs> has been there longer than I have. A piano store, really?
1: That's how I feel like about <laughs> oh, like yeah. those little used car lots. Like, yeah, who's coming here to buy a car? <laughs> Exactly. Why do you have BMWs
2: and They're Mercedes so, on this used oh my God. car right. lot?
0: we uh, we and went, are they gonna fall apart the second I drive it away? I, I won't disclose anything. But we went to uh, we went to go visit a place. Disclose it, friends. Of stuff that we do, let's just say. Mm-hmm. And we're in the establishment and the the building next to it is completely blacked out. Uh huh. And out of not know nowhere, someone sticks his head out with this some dude with a cigarette and he's looks around, he walks out. And I just casually ask him, like, hey, what's next door? He's like, Oh, they uh they run gambling in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, oh that explains the uh-huh. high end cars go. in the oh, random I'm parking lot. It. See if they
2: have some slots, right?
1: Let's do it. Uh there were a couple of eyebrow razors in eleven through twenty. These did not raise my eyebrows. Okay. Okay. Deadpool. No. Thor, Iron Man, Mario Brothers, Toy Story, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and The Lion King. None of those raised my eyebrows. I'm surprised Deadpool isn't higher. It was 11. Okay. I mean, that's pretty, that's good. Doctor yeah. Strange. Uh, well, Benedict Cumberbatch, has he has a oh, lot of global appeal. Oh, yeah, that's appeal.
2: true. That makes sense. Hello.
1: The Eyebrow Raisers, Coco.
2: That movie was huge.
0: Again, same thing with I, Ozark. It is
2: still massive. That is a movie that, I, I, I don't have any proof of this, but I bet if you... Uh, it's on Disney Plus, I believe. It is. If you pulled the numbers from Disney Plus, yep. I bet that is on in 25% of Disney Plus households right now. Oh, wow. Like every day. That is something, any of my friends who have had kids, yeah, like the, all these people buy Disney Plus for their kids. They're like, watch whatever you want because everything on Disney Plus is friendly to them and it's almost always Coco. No kidding. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Like if they have something on in the car, it's Coco. If they have something huh. on, on the iPad, it's Coco. No kidding. Yeah.
1: Interesting. And number 20, Hamilton. 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 I mean, people love it. I yeah. I, I am one of those people. Yeah. I love it.
0: People cannot stop talking about but it. But you
1: have Hamilton in the top 20, but no Batman?
0: Harry Potter? No HP? Well, yeah. Like, well, think it's a about weird Batman right now... With the with the exception of some nostalgia, like it's not cool to like Batman. Oh, it's cool, Randy. Well, when you look at Bat oh, Flag, how dare you, Randy? <laughs> well, the whole D. De- remember, we get we get crap. Well, I get crap a lot for shit on DC, but it's not because I I'm, I don't like it. But it's because when you put out stuff that people don't like. That's sort of the reception you're gonna yeah. get. Yeah. And I feel like right, like people don't think of the Christian Bale Batman anymore. They have to think of Batfleck. Oh
1: yeah. Because he's what the have most you recent. done for me lately? Type exactly. Of thing. <laughs> I get it.
0: French bulldog Batman.
1: The data also showed consumers are very optimistic about 2021 and the franchise movies that have relocated there, including Fast and the Furious, James Bond, Ghostbusters, right, right. Top Gun, Matrix, Black Widow, and A Quiet Place. Oh, I kind of forgot about Quiet Place. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Well, it, I, it was. I want to see that at the year, theater remember? with
0: Cameron
1: oh, yeah. because Cameron's gonna lose
0: it.
2: Well, I lo- I want to. I love getting scared at the
0: movie. <laughs> quiet Place is such a thing. Besides the whole scare factor to it, I get anxiety because if you even open like a bag of dude candy yes. or something, it's agreed. It, it echoes to I the felt theater. So self conscious so about quiet. my you stressing my stress chewing of the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> it gets so loud. Oh that,
2: my god! It's so quiet. <laughs>
0: You hear that more than you hear the movie. So it's like,
1: yeah. Like, oh. Um. By the way, they did not include the breakout game hit of 2020,
0: Animal Crossing, aka
1: Animal Crossing, because mm-hmm. they determined that Animal Crossing was more of an outlet for creativity,
2: lifestyle, right? Okay. Which okay. also, there's not like any paid content for Animal Crossing, right? So money-wise, it's an outlet
1: for creativity. Mm-hmm. Now, Cameron, you're the Star Trek guy, and yeah. you said you have something for us.
2: Yeah, it's something Ooh. I thought about actually, uh, over the last week or two. So a couple of, I guess, a couple of months ago now, I started uh, seeing a therapist. Okay. And one of the things that I'm talking to her about is my ability to focus on something and also my ab- ability to escape from like my stress okay. and to put things aside, categorize things, compartmentalize things, all that. And so she challenged me to find something in my day where I am self-aware that I have escaped from my stress, that I'm like tuning that out, that I am ultimately relaxed, mm-hmm. like the highest of the high kind of situation. Oh, so like my so, time on the island. Right, exactly. So, like your okay. time on the island. So, what I realized is I always talk about how much I love The Office. Right. It's like my favorite show on the planet, but I can have it on in the background and do other things and think about other things. Right. And oftentimes I'm doing work while I'm watching it in the background and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. I have discovered. That Star Trek. When I'm watching Star Trek, the new stuff and then also the old stuff. Yeah. I completely forget about everything that's happening around me. Mm-hmm. I am ultimately like extremely relaxed, mm-hmm. and I do like I I am. It's so weird. I am like so. So you're present watching it. So present. You're not second screening it. So emotional. So like, so into it. So attached to the characters. So attached to what's going on. So invested. So like, I want to be in Starfleet. I want to be on one of these (laughs) ships. And so I was wondering for you guys, Mm -hmm. because I thought, I assumed for myself it would be The Office. Okay. But have you ever found either, I mean, it could be Animal Crossing, a game or a movie or a TV show where you just are like, man, this does it for me.
1: I mean, I, Ultimate have, I have to go Animal Crossing. Yeah. I think, honestly, it saved my 2020. I don't know what else I would have been doing this year. <laughs> because you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't do anything. No yeah. movies were coming out. All the things I normally did, you couldn't do. So because this was something brand new to me, I never played any other version up until this point. Mm-hmm. I just attached myself to that. And, don't, don't I, and f- I don't know where my phone is at the time sometimes. Yeah. And I don't know... And then I'll look up and I'll be like, oh, jeez, I've been running around digging for like an hour and a half. It's a
2: complete escape. And something, I mean, I haven't been extremely involved in Animal Crossing as of late, but when I do play it, I find that it's like the full package. So it's stimulating creatively, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's like the calming wind noises. Right. And the soft music. music And and (laughs) all that stuff. And even like with Star Trek, I love the story. I love Mm -hmm. all of that. The characters, the fact that they're on these starships all of the above but legitimately the the quiet like hum of the ship that is yeah, in yeah. every episode and all that stuff i realized it relaxed me so much that i actually have my um amazon alexa my echo mm-hmm. there's a an app or a plugin or whatever you want to call it that you can tell it to basically play that the, start, enterprise, the hum. enterprise hum
1: okay i put
2: that
0: on yeah, I have, sometimes now when i'm going to sleep i pay 7 bucks a month or uh, a library of forty different sounds yep. to help me sleep. So I do you? Get it. But
1: do you have? Is it gaming for you, Randy? Where you get kind of just get lost in everything and put everything else aside?
0: Yeah, more like stories in the games. You know, okay. like Assassin's yeah. Creed. Um, the outer worlds, those sort of thing, like the RPGs, where I just kind of get lost into it. I stopped taking them so seriously, more just like I'm just gonna have fun and just kind of like yeah. that's the point of the game, you know? Because sometimes games can be stressful. Sure, you know, like we oh, I get very we, stressed yeah. at Lego Rab- games. Ravy's wall knows because it's been hit with control.
1: <laughs> oh my God, Mario Kart! I've whipped that
0: wheel. <laughs> so like the fact that uh, Sony released these uh, new Spider-Man games, like they're really fun to play because you're just getting lost into it. You're playing, yeah. it, you're having yeah. fun, and um, I mean. Yeah, I've been kind of like straying away more from like the first person shooter stuff where you get stressed out. Like in sure. your mind, it's sort of like performance. Like, oh, I need to do good. I need to do good. I need to do good. And more just like, I'm just going to sit back and just have fun with this story. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, that definitely relax. Very relaxing to me.
1: Yeah. Star Trek relaxation. Star Trek.
0: I'm telling you, there's so
2: many feels. <laughs> Dumb feels. Because like I, I thought about like all these people work together, right? Yeah. But they're just
0: worried about surviving and like being together. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm in, <laughs> I love that. I, I'm full zen mode right now because yeah. as I was rambling in me the, the podcast, Costco restocked. Did you get Did one? Did you get something? No, I missed it because I was rambling. Randy.
1: Oh, Randy.
0: You know what? I'm going to But that's you know okay. what? I'm going to go home. That's okay. I'm going to put on that Star Trek Enterprise hum. Yeah. Maybe do play it. some games give it a try And do take it. a nap because that's what's important.
1: Uh, I do want to give a quick shout out. Cameron, you just said, you know, the office is your very favorite thing yeah. ever. I watched something over Thanksgiving break that I haven't seen since it aired. Okay. Oh, what's that? The final season of Parks and Rec. Yeah. That's season 7. Yeah.
2: It's great. I really like it. Some it's people don't great. like the the jump.
1: I guess I I didn't have the best feelings about it just watching it as it rolled out. Uh god forever ago now. Yeah. But um I rewatched it because it showed up on my cloud DVR.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it's terrific. It's really great. This I was is, like, "Oh my god.
0: This feels like déjà vu because I too recently just visited the last season to really watch it because I was always critical of it, but I didn't really give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I so was I the same
1: way, Randy. Look at us. And the reason His why man.
0: is because I picked up not too long ago Nick Offerman's memoir
1: <laughs> <laughs> that I've been reading <laughs> uh,
0: called "Paddle Your Own Canoe." Oh my god! <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. How is it? <laughs> uh, it's fun. It's really. Good. He's not what you think he is, which is okay. uh, he's like completely Ron, different. Yeah, like Ron. Ron Swanson is the yeah. furthest thing from out where right. he actually is. Although he is against like not eating meat, which I'm like, hey man, sure, I get he's it.
1: more. Like a hippie.
0: He really is. In the government. Yeah. Like uh, he he, yeah. he shits on he shits on things that you would never think Ron Swanson would, like guns and yeah and uh, how religion is in politics and stuff. So yeah. it's, it's uh it's 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 really fascinating. It's really cool.
1: Interesting. Well, I thought uh, you know, and I made it all the way through to the series finale with well, that two part series finale for Parks and Rec. It's terrific. I was like, way to
2: go. I like it.
1: I love this. I was way into it, and yes, yeah. I caught the feels many times. I pff, Many I get it.
0: There Many. were tears. I get yeah. it. Maybe I get it.
1: Uh, maybe there'll be some tears tomorrow on our next Mandalorian Watch podcast. There will be. Cameron will be there. I will. After missing chapter 13, the greatest episode.
2: Shout out to Grogu.
1: We we had so much audio from that episode. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, 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 yep. Mark it. Yep, yep mark it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to pick up with them, Mando, Grogu, heading for a Jedi temple. But they're being tracked by Moff Gideon. <sighs> There's three episodes left, you guys. Three left
2: this season. I'm, like, gonna crap myself. Did
1: you crap yourself when she said, uh... Oh, where, where where's is Grand, Grand Animal Thrawn? Thrawn? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. And then, I like, whenever they were talking about, uh... Whenever she was talking about Grogu and how he, you know, mm-hmm. got saved from, basically, Anakin's slaughter... right. I that, I just love it. Like how? By they're tying, who? Like everything. in that is from Revenge of the Sith. Like yeah. it's all being tied in.
1: Right. What and the hell? We'll try to pick up on it if they tie it into seven, eight, and nine. Though that's not our wheelhouse. <laughs>
2: it's yeah, it's difficult.
1: <laughs> that's not our wheelhouse. So three episodes left. We'll be rotted up for all of them. Rip. Oh, this Friday's episode is short.
2: How short? Thirty-two minutes. I want my money back. (laughs) Better be good.
1: Uh, Right now, it's time to grab a winner. Our leftover Nintendo Switch Lite. Maybe you want to give it as a gift for Christmas. Maybe you want to join me in that crossing life. Cameron, tell us who gets it.
2: The lucky winner of our leftover Nintendo Switch, with almost 2,000 entries, by the way. Oh, fantastic. Is going to... Uh Uh-huh. Stephanie. Now, there was more than one Stephanie okay. that entered, but the Stephanie I'm talking about is Steph Honey with two Y's.
1: Steph Honey! hey Nintendo Switch Lite coming at you! Enjoy <laughs> it! Congrats! <laughs> boo, boo, boo! <laughs> uh, okay, wait, before we wrap, uh-huh. real quick.
2: Yeah. I'm did, going, you, did, did we get a Switch too?
1: I'm gonna throw out one little teaser for the two of you. Okay. Or tomorrow for our Mandalorian podcast. Oh. Um, we're going to find out what over $300 get you. In terms of Grogu,
2: all right. There's going to be a giant yes. unveiling. Oh wow! Okay, tomorrow. I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of a tease for you guys, I told so we can right. take a look at what over three hundred dollars on a Grogu.
0: Hell yeah, Ray! Get somebody. I support it. <laughs> that's so funny. Was that the? Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Right. <laughs> it's got to, everybody's got to be there, Randy, for the big reveal. It's gonna be fun. Oh, it's coming at you. That and more tomorrow. Thanks, always, you guys, for listening, following, and participating. And we'll catch you soon on Nerdin'
0: Out. That was Nerding Out with Ravy. Remember to store this episode in a bag with an acid-free board and put your retainer in when you go to sleep. Until next time.